Hi there, you're listening to The Jasmine Star Show, a conversational business podcast for business owners all over the world. I'm Jasmine Starr, CEO of Social Curator, and today you're going to learn a lot more about me as I take you behind the scenes for a week in my life. So here's the reason why we did this. I'm often asked what my routines look like, how I get things done, what a typical work week entails for me and my team, and a lot more. And so I kind of got this crazy idea to mm, record clips every day this week so you can hear what I'm up to. So why does this even matter? Well, the goal, and what I genuinely hope, is that you're going to learn what it takes to run a multi-seven-figure business on our way to eight figures, work with a team with over 20 employees, create content, all while trying to be a good wife and a good mom. Listen, you're going to hear ups and downs of my week, as well as lessons that I'm learning along the way. This episode is real life and it's completely unscripted. So you'll hear that I have plans starting off in the morning and then the plans go nothing as planned in the evening. The goal is for you to get a front row seat at what I'm learning, what I'm doing and how I'm applying myself and let's be real, how I'm getting up after getting socked in the stomach a couple times. I hope you enjoy listening to the messy middle as, you know, it's unfolding in real time. So let's dive in right now. Good morning. It is Monday at 4.57. I woke up actually a bit earlier than normal. I woke up about 3.50 in the morning. And not about, it was exactly 3.50. Who am I kidding? And hold on, I need to take a cup of coffee. And uh, I couldn't sleep. I was just up and it made me excited. And most people aren't excited for Mondays. And I'm not excited every Monday. I was definitely excited this Monday for a multitude of reasons. Primarily because I get the opportunity, like I knew it was going to happen today. I was like, I get the opportunity to dream. So part of the things that I get to do is cast a vision for where not just the company is going, but where I want to go, like as, as an individual. And I have known without a shadow of a doubt, like in my gut, that... If I don't cast a vision for the future, essentially, if I don't write how I want to live my life or what I want to do, I won't be able to actually achieve it because how can you achieve anything you don't know you're trying to get? And so I needed to make time this week. And I'll probably explain at some point in the future why it had to happen this week, but I actually like the fire under my bum, get it done. And in order for me to get it done on a very busy workday, I need to make time for it. And time is the most crazy thing in my life right now. So right now I am looking for this big, big white sheet. It's like, think of this as like a a four foot by three foot large post-it note. And then I get a big Sharpie marker and I just actually want to brain dump. I want to first brain dump how I want to live. How do I see myself in the future? What am I doing? How I'm behaving? What am I acting? Who am I waking up to? What, am, what is my morning routine? What is my evening routine? And then I need to take time and it doesn't all happen at, ever at once. Maybe some people have that capacity. I don't. I have to just chunk it out. So this morning I'm going to spend 30 minutes just writing as much as I can about my life and the type of business that I want to build. And then I am going to be leaving here at 5.50. I'm going to go and work out. I have a six o'clock class. I'll be done at seven. I'll be home at 7.10. I will start the morning routine with my daughter. I will shower by 8.15. I have a meeting at 
8.30 with the managers. I have a nine o'clock with the entire team. I have a 9.45 product meeting. This is where we're like doing our design and development for Social Curator. I have a 10.30 standing meeting with our Social Curator division director. Oh, and here's a slight change in my schedule. So normally I ask that I have at least a 45 minute um, break in my day so that I can get something to eat. But today I'm asking um, our COO and one of our content creators if I would be able to move a meeting that I have at three o'clock to 12 o'clock. So I'll be eating in that meeting because I have an opportunity to hang out with my family and I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing that. And so in order for me to get through LA traffic and back home in time for my daughter's bedtime, I need to leave my house at 245. And so if they can't move that three o'clock meeting to noon, then I'm just going to do the meeting in the car. And I know it's not ideal, but this is me trying to keep my priorities in alignment. And my priority, first and foremost, always is God and then family. And so I can't say, oh, my family's a priority if I actually don't make time to see my family. So this is one of those Mondays. We get together as a family and we have a family dinner on the first Monday of the month and it became a non-negotiable for for us. And so I want to stick to my integrity. I want to follow through the thing I'm going to say I'm going to do even on really busy days. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to check in after today. Mondays are full meeting days. And so I just plant my bum in a chair. I have meetings planned for the week and then it allows me very clear vision of what I need to do. And then I go out and deploy it. Oh, you want to know what I didn't do? I didn't actually say what I did from four o'clock in the morning to five o'clock in the morning (laughs) for an hour, which please know that this is not normal. Okay. I don't often wake up before four. I normally wake up around 4.30 or 4.45, but today, since I woke up early, I was like, what could I do that is so different from my norm? If I want changes, I must change. If I want to be a different person in the future, I must change today. So I got up and I did. So I normally, I get up, I pray, I read, and I try to do a meditation. Normally, the amount of time that I have, eh, it's about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But today, I indulged in a 34-minute meditation I turned on my fireplace. Yes, it's California and it's really not that cold, but I love being by fire. I love being toasty. Turn on the fire. I laid down and for 34 minutes, I had a meditation. So I pray. I read for like 15 minutes. I did a meditation for like 35 minutes. I made myself some coffee and I'm ready for the day. Have you ever had one of those Mondays where you're exhausted, but you also know Look, man, I put in a good day of work. That's how I feel today. And it was lovely because it was balanced by family time as well. So I was able to move the late afternoon meeting to a midday meeting. And it was great because I had the opportunity to meet with our head of marketing, our marketing project manager, and one of our content creators. And we were able to discuss an upcoming new adventure. And I don't even know how much details I can get into it, but hey, I mean, since you're getting real on the podcast, consider yourself hearing the tea. So I have this, I've been itching for a while to host an Instagram challenge and I'm trying to learn 
How is the best way for us to launch this challenge? How can people feel supported? How do we actually facilitate somebody doing the challenge, getting more awareness of what social curator is? I mean, so many things to look through and like where people are coming into different journeys. I also had another meeting with our creative director, our copywriters, and the social curator manager around how we can start systematizing the way our caption templates are working. Like how do we optimize them for more people, more industries. And then how do we use tech to support that? That was like a brain doozy of a puzzle meeting and uh, had two other meetings, woke up the baby, hit the freeway, drove to my parents' house, had dinner with my family and it was great and it was amazing. And my dad made a meal that like honestly probably rivals Wolfgang Puck. We'll call him... El Lobo Loco, okay? Like, not Wolfgang Bug, but like the crazy wolf, you know, kind of. Anyway, a great, phenomenal meal. And then my brother and my sisters just laid on the floor and made fun of each other and watched terrible TikToks. And we had a blast. And I was able to hug my mom and kiss her. And I bought her a plant, like a, a large tree that my grandmother used to have when she lived in a city called Alhambra out here in California. And it made my mom cry because... She misses her mom and it made me thankful that I have my mom. So all around, it was like a really great time. Hopped back in the car, came home, tied up a few loose things from a work day because I did leave a little bit early. And then lovely JD, lovely JD, he booked a massage therapist to come to the house. So I had an hour long massage at the house, like, whoa, amazing. And now I'm going to start winding down. It's 945. I do my night routine. I love me some good skincare. I mean, I'm at the age, folks, where I'm just like, oh, is this a facial oil from Zimbabwe? I'm here for it. So I'll spend some time with my night routine. I'll read. And then normally I try to be asleep between 10 and 10.30. I woke up really early this morning. We'll see what time I wake up tomorrow. The goal is to have a workout with my sister at 6 a.m. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if it works. It is Tuesday morning. I woke up at 4.43. Had a great time of just reading, focusing, praying. And I had two cups of water right when I got up. I came into the kitchen area. I had a dose of Athletic Greens. It's not an ad. Although, hey, you want to sponsor the podcast? I'm here for it. Uh, Now... I, I like drinking my athletic greens on an empty stomach. I just feel like maximum absorption. And then I'll get into having my first cup of coffee for the day. Don't judge me. I normally have to. So what is going to lay out for the rest of the day? I was put on, or last night I signed up for a workout class. I got put on a wait list. Kind of bummed. I didn't get into the wait list. But instead of being disappointed that it's not going exactly according to schedule, I am going to go work out at 7.30 as opposed to 6, which means I'm going to miss a bit of the morning routine with Luna because I'll wake her up from 7 until 7.20, get her breakfast, JD will take over. But it's actually working out okay because she has a 15-minute swim lesson that I'll be able to sneak away in the middle of the day and go see her. That's why Tuesdays are probably my favorite day of the week. Mondays are meetings the entire day. 
quite honestly, from 8.30 to 4.30, I am in a meeting all day. Tuesdays, ah, Tuesdays are like mostly of when I do my individual content creation. This means I'm writing newsletters, I'm writing my posts for the remainder of the week, I am doing lunch with Luna and finishing tasks for the product team. So the product team at Social Curator, what does product do? Well, what we want to do is we want to optimize the things that we're offering. Hold on. I got morning voice. Okay. To clear my throat, I'm back. So we want to optimize what it is we're offering, which means that at this point in time, I am reaching out to our users just randomly. I will email. I will send a video message. Sometimes I'll send a DM on Instagram and just say, is there any way that I could ask you a couple questions about Social Curator? And honestly, it's like the best. It's not the easiest to hear because sometimes people aren't that happy. Sometimes people say it's just so clunky. Sometimes people say, I wish it had this. And that's fine. I would rather have a path on how to make a product better than not have a path at all. So today we're focusing a lot. So we're creating a survey and the survey is going to go to people who are brand new to social curator. And then the survey is going to go to a separate cohort, a different group of people, people who've been with social curator more than a year. We're going to give them the same questions. And then what we're going to do is we're going to see how the answers differ or are similar. If the answers are different, right? So let's just say our new users are saying, I'm having a great experience. I got the system. I understand how it's all working. And then our users who've been with us over a year say, this is terrible. I haven't been happy, even though I've been here a year. Okay, fine. What we want to do is we want to understand the psychology of somebody who's brand new to the product versus somebody who has been with us over a year. Why? We have made so many changes in a year. If this new cohort of people are like, I'm using the quick drafts, I'm using the captions, it's, un- it's making it easier for me to understand, then we're on the right path. If, however, our older users are like, everything's okay, I love everything about it, you're the best, and then our new users say, it's not that great, ooh, big, 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 like, warning sign. We have to change course. Early suspicions are that our new users are using the newest features. So our previous users come in, they've gotten accustomed to how they use it, and then they don't use any of the new features. That's fine. Everybody can use it their own way. But when you're developing a product, just like you, you know, you have service or a product, if you're developing something new, you want your new customers to use it. We don't need to change old patterns. We need to create new ones. And so I think it's all exciting. It's an adventure. So most of today, I'll be going through the survey. I'll be making videos. I'll be reaching out. And I don't have any meetings today. And I think that that's a good place to be. I like to chunk my week out of when does my brain need to be firing in meeting mode? When do I get to be in creation thinking dreaming mode? And then we get to take things from there. Things I'm looking the most excited for. I actually really, really, really like... Tuesday dinners with Luna and JD. It's like, it's unparalleled. It's unrivaled. Last night we went to my family's house and we had this like epic meal and it was perfect and it was amazing. And now selfishly, I get to have dinner with my daughter and my husband. We usually go out on Tuesdays. So we'll see. Okay. I'll check in later today. 
Well, today has been pretty awesome. I'm actually glad that I'm recording this because I want to remember days like this. Days that are juxtaposed between having a very, very heavy do the work day yesterday to a day that's filled with do the dreaming. So I unexpectedly got into the 6 a.m. workout class. Come on, come on. Had a workout. I was home at 7.10. I was able to hang out with Luna and do breakfast. I got ready for the day. And then I wrote newsletters and I wrote social posts and I engaged on social media. And then I carved out time to finish some pretty big, heady projects. So this is thinking about the scope of content. What are we creating to help business owners on the inside of social character. Like where, what do we need in one month and two months and three months? Like how are we best preparing the team for that? We also hired a new manager for our customer success team. And so we're onboarding her and training her and having a blast doing so. Like she's really a great person. I am speaking at a keynote. I'm speaking at a conference, giving a keynote in Las Vegas next week. So I was spending a few minutes reviewing the keynote, going through the slides, making sure that everything's dialed in because yeah, I have to give the presentation a few times in advance before I stand on the stage and give it. Like you have to practice it like you're giving it. And then in the middle of the day, decided to rent an office space in Newport for an hour and a half. And I had an opportunity to be with JD. We brought out these big white pieces of parchment paper and we just started answering questions. Like, where do we see ourselves in five years? What does life look like? How are we balancing parenthood? How much are we working? How much do we want to work? Where are we working? And with whom? And so being able to think about what we want and crystallize the future. And then we like started ideating on like, what's the next business move? Like, how are we growing the company? How are we expanding in new ways? And so it was really cool. And I actually, ugh, I can't make the funk. There was a couple questions as I'm ideating. I'm like, okay, so then we do this and then it could feed into that and then we could do this. And JD started asking very pointed questions on how expansive each of these new projects were going to be. And I was like, well, it's just going to be, let's just say the tip of the iceberg to which he responded. Why is it not the entire iceberg? Now, of course, we're not talking about icebergs necessarily. We're talking about ideas, but he's just like, if you're going to go all the way and do it, Go all the way and do it. Okay, JD and Luna just came in. Hang on. Hey, Lou. Can you say, Hola, mami. Hola, mami. ¿Qué estás comiendo? Matana. Oh, okay. I asked, what is she eating? And she said she's eating an apple. So it is just before seven, and we are going to get into our night routine. I wanted to record this before my workday officially ended. So we go, we ideate, we dream things up. I thought it was really great. Then we ran some errands. He dropped me off at the chiropractor. He went to pick up some groceries because we came home, and we made dinner for our neighbor who just had a baby. So we quickly made dinner. And we just made double of what we made for ourselves. So we enjoyed. I thought we'd go out tonight, but that was a surprise. We didn't. We ended up getting, uh, eating green enchiladas. Mmm, come on. A homemade meal that JD made, and I was able to hang out with Luna. It was great. Dropped off dinner, came back home, cleaned up the house. We like to reset the night before, so we wake up and have like a fresh house. And uh, now it's just mommy night duty. Have a little bit of fun. Okay, that's it. Okay, folks, it is Wednesday morning. And I'm out of breath. It is 6.58. The baby will be waking up in about two or three minutes. So I'm going to pop this right on out. But before I do and talk about what I'm going to do on a work schedule, let me talk about the mindset that is required as a business owner in relation 
to working out. So this morning, I'm headed to Burbank, California. Our tech team works out of uh, one building in Los Angeles. Everybody else is virtual. They are in LA. So JD and I go out there once, maybe twice a month, just to connect, see how things are going, and really make sure that we are staying true to our roadmap. Things that we want to do this year and milestones that we need to hit in order to execute on everything we want. Well, because of that, we leave here at 8 a.m., which means I have very little time to get everything that I normally do in my morning routine. So I worked out at home, hopped on my Peloton ride, I was like, Peloton bike for a ride. I get on the bike and I'm going and I'm pushing through and I'm like, all right, get it done, get it done, get it done. And right at the peak of the workout, it's never happened before, my bike goes black and I check everything, all the cords are pumped in and it's black. My first thought is, okay, God is telling me I don't need to work out today. It's just happening for me. I'm going to get off. I thought that thought for about 10 seconds. And then I thought to myself, oh, heck no. If I get off on this bike after I had set an intention on setting through and going through through a ride, if I get off the bike, I am not walking in integrity. I am not doing the thing that I'm supposed to do. So I decide to keep pedaling as if I am in a class. I was like, I'm going to finish this workout. And if I have another 17 minutes on a bike that is a black screen and me with no music, that's what I'm going to do because that's what I set out to do. I am going to finish the thing I said I was going to do, regardless if everything around me goes black. Well, I decide in the middle of my ride, I'm like, let me just press the power button one more time. A couple minutes later, I see the bike powering up and I'm about to make a Peloton joke. And if you don't have a Peloton, my apologies, but restarting your Peloton is like AOL dial up in the early nineties, right? It takes about 10 minutes for this machine in the 21st century to start up. It's neither here nor there. Now in my mind, I'm going to go through, I'm going to work out and I'm sure the class I'm not going to be able to get that class again. So I'll find a different class, like maybe like a 10 or 15 minute class and finish my workout in addition to the workout that I was already doing. Why? I want to finish what I set out to do, regardless if everything around me isn't working. So the machine finally starts up uh, 10 minutes later. Okay, I'm joking. It's probably seven minutes later. And lo and behold, when it starts up again, it said, hey, Jasmine, do you want to resume your class? The class had been going well, I had been writing. The class would have continued going if I was writing or if I was not. So I was like, whoa, I'm going to hop back into the class that I had been out of. Now, if I had stopped writing, the class would have gone on without me. And if I decided to jump right in again, I wouldn't start where everybody else was. I would start where I left off. And it was like I was done struck. I was done struck. I was like, this is what it means to run a business. That many of us, myself included, have to keep writing when everything else is black. Why? The game goes on. The race goes on. So if you decide that things get dark and it gets hard and you stop, at some point in the future, when you decide, you know what, this is the thing I want to do, the race had changed. The people you are racing alongside, running alongside, they've already advanced. Why? They kept on going. Oh, we, I got a word from the Peloton, Peloton magic that it was. Anyway, happy Wednesday. This is me before my second cup of coffee. Come on. It's all them endorphins, man. Finishing that workout made me feel like, okay, I got to go get baby girl. A brief overview of what's happening today. 
I normally do not have a lot of tasks and I do not have any calls or meetings on these, what we call Burbank days. Why? I don't know. We should call them like tech days, but I call them a Burbank day because let me just tell you the drive from Newport beach to Burbank. It is not for the faint of heart. My Lord, it takes us about two hours when it's only 50 minutes away, but with traffic and LA and all that goodness. So JD and I uh, will head to Burbank. We'll be there all day. And then we're going to go out to dinner with our CTO. His name is Jake. And his wife, Becca, is a CEO of Dubsado. So we're going to go out to dinner. And then we'll come home after our work day. And I'll recap. Okay, have a good one. Bye. Okay, so uh, brief update since that last. I just got up the Peloton endorphins. We're in the middle of potty training. So morning got a little bit thrown off because it's taking us much longer than we expected. She's doing great. It's just not part of my <laughs> expected daily flow. So yesterday I bought Luna vegan sausages. I know my mother, my mother-in-law are going to cringe just hearing that. But hey, it's my life, my daughter, living our best life. And she is helping her dad throw away the trash at this moment. She loves being industrious with him. A couple things that I just, I realized I haven't mentioned, and I don't know if on a subconscious level it was intentional, but people are probably wondering, how are you working with a two-year-old? And that question comes with a lot of help from family members, from an amazing babysitter who likes the flexibility of us being like, hey, we need you for a few hours this day. We need you for a few hours this day. So today, she, our babysitter, is going to be with Luna while we are in LA. We're so thankful for her. We would not be able to do this without the support of other people. And I just wanted to make sure that I was being as open as possible what that journey looks like. And uh, all right. It is 8 31 p.m. I just put Luna down for bed. She was exhausted and on our way home, she usually goes to bed much earlier. On our way home, uh, I had FaceTimed her and she kept on saying in Spanish that she wanted to wait by the by the door. Well, she wanted to wait by the door. And because I just, my, my mom heart couldn't take it. And so I said, okay, you could stay up and you could wait by, for us by the door. And so very typical of LA traffic. We get home later than we had expected. So uh, put her down. And from a sleep training perspective, maybe I didn't make a good decision. From a mom perspective, being able to lay in my arms in the rocking chair. It just made me feel so lucky. It made me feel very, very, very blessed that number one, I get to work from home and I get to spend every day with her. It also makes me very thankful that there are days that it is required for me to do things that are different than what my daily routine looks like and also makes me that much more aware and thankful for the time that I have with her. But I know that these momentary sacrifices are so important because spending the day with the tech team in Burbank was, without a stretch of any sort of exaggeration, it was transformative. There are, we have such a very, very small tech team, very small. And the collective brain power in the room and asking and answering hard questions 
about vision, drilling down the best way to approach it, how much to reinvest, what is the timeline, what can we make happen, what is the scope of the projects that we're taking on and why, and what is this you for the user journey. And today we had a conversation of, it was a question that I was asked last week and it was, if you knew then what you knew, know now. So the question was, if you knew in 2017 what you know in 2022, what would you build? And I have been mulling over that question and brainstorming and dreaming big. And the good news is that I still, having gone through it all, would have built Social Curator, which is empowering and amazing but I would have built it differently. What somebody experiences, what they get, how they pursue results, how to reorganize, how to show the path, how to make it done. And I didn't have, and, and you know, obviously I couldn't build then what I'm building now because number one, I didn't have a tech team. And number two, you only learn by doing. And so I don't look back at the past and think, oh, why didn't you try more or do better or know more, make different decisions? I don't. I am just like, God bless you for even trying, honey. And now that you know what you know, what is the choice you make? Do you make the decisions to drill down what you want that customer journey to be and what are people getting and how it becomes imperative to their business? And the answer is yes. And in the middle of this meeting, JD had turned to me and he says, you know, we could do all of this and it have an impact or not have an impact. And of course, you know, we have some people in person there in Burbank and then a couple of people, a couple of our teammates are joining us virtually and they're having a conversation and Jeannie and I are having a sub conversation that's much quieter. And it became very clear to me. I was like, we could. We could absolutely do all of these innovations and changes and modifications and enhancements and we don't know how it's going to turn out. We don't know exactly how it's going to be received. But I just think to myself, well, dang, you know, almost, almost five years of doing it one way and we have capacity and the bandwidth to not do it scrappy anymore. We have the capacity to go all in. And so that was the decision. We're going all in rebuilding the company, the structure of what we do in a new way. And I actually honestly don't know entirely what that looks like, but we're going to spend the next at minimum, at minimum, six to eight months figuring out what the heck that is. And then we're building and we're not looking back. And I think it's terrifyingly exciting. It makes me so hopeful, so proud, you know? And like, I always think worst case scenario, like what's the worst case scenario? For me, the worst case scenario is Let's say, oh, we go down in a ball of flames. Like it was a glorious ball of flames. Like that's the worst case scenario. Is that we, we burn up, we disappear. That's the worst case scenario. And even in the worst case scenario, I think to myself, wow, if that's the worst case scenario and I got to do it with the people I get to work with now, what a freaking adventure. 
What a freaking radiating, amazing, powerful moment in time to do something, to build, create, to figure it out, to flail, to fall, to get back up. Like, I think to myself, the worst case scenario is it goes to nothing and I learned so much and I freaking love the people I work with. I look around at every team member on the inside of Social Curator and I'm blown away that they choose volitionary, 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 volitionally, they choose wholeheartedly and on their own accord to work and build for other business owners. Dang it. What a gift. What a gift. So, um, I knew this was going to be an unexpected week of many things. And so, uh, today I made the decision that on the back of being gone considerably most of the day, I want to spend some time with Luna, just mommy and Luna time. And I had to make a few changes to my schedule. So tomorrow I have a long day of podcasting, like truly a very long day of podcasting. In the morning, I had a bunch of tasks that I had slated as part of the workday. And so I told the team, hey team, I'm actually not starting my workday until 9.30. I will jump right into podcasting. And anything that I was going to do in the morning, it won't get done till much later in the day. It will get done tomorrow. It's just not going to get done at the time we had originally planned. Same day different time. I will be working tomorrow night, perhaps after she goes to bed. And this is me shifting my schedule to make sure that I am trying the best I can to build a life that suits my business and a business that suits my life. So tomorrow morning, I will wake up hopefully right on time, nice and early. I'll get a workout in. I will get fully dressed and prepped for the day so that when baby girl wakes up at seven, we have breakfast together. The goal is maybe go on a walk, go to the park. Maybe, maybe we take her out for breakfast. I don't know. But the goal is to be 100 away, 100% away from technology, away from the business, away from the computer, and then just be with her and let her know that she's our priority. All right, that was really long. Today was what, Today's diary entries are like their own podcast. Like, if you're still listening, God bless. Okay, well, tomorrow's Thursday. Good night. Oh, good morning. It's Thursday, it is six o'clock, and I feel pretty good, feel really good. Woke up around 4.45, prayed, I meditated, I journaled after, oftentimes whenever I uh, go to a conference or I go to a mastermind or I have a meeting that leaves like like an emotional, visceral feeling, I think it's important for me to be responsive and not reactive. And yesterday, like when I recorded last night's message, I feel like I was really reactive. I was like, yeah, it was more emotional driven. And then oftentimes if I let things settle after I sleep, things settle and I wake up and I'm responsive. And when I'm in the responsive state, I want to write down what did I experience, what I think, how does it shape what I want to do in the future? Is it in alignment to the life that I want to live in the future? Does it get me closer to where I want to go? So today being able to journal was a really good thing. I sent the team a message that I won't be, you know, technically in office. We have a virtual office, but I won't be in office until nine. And so I got my workout in. I'm about to go get ready for the day. JD and I decided instead of making breakfast, we are going to take her out to her favorite little cafe. Everything in it is bright pink. Like, how did I end up with a daughter who likes all, like, pink and glitter is beyond me. But, hey, 
I will do things that make her happy. We'll get breakfast and then I will come in today and I have six podcast interviews and uh, things kind of work out a little bittersweet. I love JD's grandma. It's Luna's great grandma. She's 90 years old and he is going to pick her up and take her out. And he, and JD had said, I would love for you to come, but I understand we have to leave at three. And I know that you have, you're podcasting until 4.30. So we made the internal decision that JD would take Luna to take his grandma out and I'm going to work during that time. So by, by the time they come back around 6.30, Luna and I can finish hanging out and then I'll do her night routine. So all things considered, I won't be working late tonight. I will just be working, uh, in the afternoon, completely undisturbed because JD and Luna are going to be out. So I think I'm excited. It's going to be a good day. I'm going to be talking to great people on the podcast and that's it. That's all I got today. It is 5.18 on Thursday. I am done with podcast and meetings and now it's time for me to do a considerable amount of catch up from things that I wanted to do this morning, but decided to push off because I wanted to just spend a little bit more time with Luna. And it was fantastic. I kind of just feel like my full-time job should be to hang out with Luna. I would be so happy. <laughs> um, so JD and Luna are out and the house is eerily quiet. The house is never this quiet. And half of me just wants to put on some jazz music and take a hot bath and read a book. Um, not going to happen. <laughs> just not going to happen. I'm going to enjoy the fact that I can work strategically and focused. I am going to put on fleet boxes. That's the music I listen to when it's time for me to write and get work done. And then I'm going to pack. So last week I booked an unexpected trip. To Montana. I will be flying to Bozeman tomorrow morning, um, very early. And it was unexpected, but very much needed. My husband and I are co-founders of Social Curator and we do everything together and we ideate, we think very big picture. And I often think and describe us as two sides of a brain. We each have another side, but we dwell heavily in like the creative dreaming ideation and pretty considerable like hurdle for us is the systems to all of it. Like the details, like the great, you've dreamt of the car, but like, how are you going to install the engine? And lucky for us, we have our chief operating officer. Her name is Jade. And that's what her brain, that is her zone of genius. Her zone of genius is taking a proverbial car and figuring out like how to not just place the engine, but the mechanisms to turn the engine on. And we want to make some pretty considerable changes to Social Curator. And when you're on a virtual team, it's really difficult to have blocks of time just to sit on a computer for hours and hours. And so I talked to JD and we together made a last minute decision for me to fly to Montana, which is where Jade is. So she is from a town outside of Bozeman, but that's where like a pretty big airport is. So I will fly from Los Angeles to Bozeman tomorrow and I will be back on Saturday. I will be in Bozeman less than 24 hours. I just figured we make this a win if I could work with her four hours on Friday and four hours on Saturday. And I didn't want to miss too much of the weekend with my family. So I asked her, 
a little crazy. I said, Hey, do you think we could start working at 7am on Saturday so that I can catch a flight before noon so that with the time change, I'll be back at noon in LA. And she said, of course she would absolutely do that. So I am going to finish my tasks. I'm going to pack my bags. I am going, I work with a mentor as well. And so I have to work on a little bit of homework to prepare for a meeting that we have next week. So, um, that's it. I, my poor husband was like, he was leaving. He's like, are you gonna eat dinner? I'm like, of course I'll eat dinner. I got it. Don't worry about me. And I walked into the kitchen and there is a plate with saran wrap on top of it. And he's like, don't forget to eat business partner, life partner, and chef y'all and chef praise be. Bye. It's Friday morning. It's 4:46. I just finished a workout. I was out of bed at four I'm going to hop in the shower and get ready for the day. I'm leaving to the airport at 6 a.m. And the baby, she's not really a baby. She's a toddler. But, I mean, I'm going to call her a baby even when she's 18. The baby uh, wakes up at 7. So I didn't want to interrupt her sleep. So I'll be getting an Uber to the airport. I should land in Montana just before 12 p.m. local time. Our COO is going to pick us up. We are going to grab a bite to eat in the car to get to the hotel and we planned for early check-in so that we would be able to get into the rooms that we had booked early. I am bringing some large white paper where it doesn't get to work and uh, tonight I get to enjoy a very traditional local meal in Bozeman, Montana. I don't know what that even, I don't even know. I mean, of course, it's like I'm imagining like big steaks that's what I'm imagining, which is ironic because I'm a vegetarian. So we'll see. I have this dream. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to put this out there. I have a dream that I'm going to buy a hat in Bozeman. Like, could you think of anything better? I don't think so. So I'll keep you posted whether or not I get that hat. Oh, Friday. Friday night in Bozeman, Montana. It's almost 9 p.m. and it has been a long day, a very, very full day. I'm standing in my hotel room and I can see this expansive orange and pink and purple sky with these really dark, dark purple clouds. And off in the horizon are mountainscapes that look almost like an icy blue. The air out here it, it tastes different. <laughs> like if air could taste clean, that is how the air in Montana tastes. Today's been really great. Our COO Jade picked me up from the airport and we immediately came to downtown Bozeman and we started working with these large pieces of white paper and we started working, talking, ideating, poking holes, tearing things apart, asking ourselves like bigger questions, like if this, then that, what is the bigger picture? How does it all work? And how do we make everything work? And how do we like more than anything, how do we support the team? What is going to be required of the team? How do we have to add to the team? How do we have to expand? What does this actually look like? And what is the bandwidth? And it makes me really excited. It makes me excited at the chance and the opportunity to grow the business in numbers, both financially and with a team. And I think that more than anything, even though I'm wildly exhausted, 
I feel very hopeful and I feel really, really thankful. I took a break and I faced time JD and Luna and uh, they were having a lunch break and JD said that we are doing the work and we're living the life that one day we'll look back and think those were the days. And so he said, if we had, if we ever thought we would have the opportunity to look back and say, those were the days that we should probably start saying, these are the days. Like these are the days that we will look back on and think that we were shaped and molded into better versions of ourselves. So this past week, actually selfishly, I'm not going to lie. Like it's been really cool to document every day. Cause I just go through every day and I do the work and actually having to take a minute and talk about the things that I'm doing. If nothing else, it made me really appreciative that this is the thing that I get to do. And so many of us, like people are listening right now. I wonder if you just took a second and you thought about the things that you did, like the late nights or the newsletters that you were writing or the lives that you did or the events that you spoke at or the emails that you sent or anything, anything in your business that allowed you to get you closer to where you wanted to go. These are the days. Thanks friends. I hope you guys have a good one. There you have it. A week in my life of me, CEO of Social Curator. I had a lot of fun sharing new parts of my life with you that I haven't shared before and I most likely won't share on social media. What I am able to share, post, and create on the podcast, well, it means that like you're kind of in the inner circle. Stuff that I probably wouldn't share beyond this, this is for the ride or dies on the podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share about it on social media. There is nothing I love more than connecting with business owners like you. So, you know, screenshot this episode and share it on your Instagram story. Or what I personally love is people will screenshot what they're doing while they're listening to the episode. So people will post videos of them cooking dinner or photos of them out on a walk or stuck in traffic or, listen, I'm not going to tell your boss, listening to it while in your cubicle. I love seeing how you and I connect out in your earbuds, AirPods, speakers, or however you're listening to this podcast. So if you want to tag at Jasmine Star on Instagram, I'll be sure to connect with you and say thanks. As always, I appreciate you listening to the Jasmine Star Show. Until next time, I'll talk to you again soon.